sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour Good the wine. evening. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. My guest is Patrick Thornton. Patrick is Director of Public Relations for Minneapolis-based advertising agency Russell Herder. Patrick, welcome to Drink in the Style. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. It's going to be fun. I'm excited as well, and mm-hmm. I am going to put money down that I call you Russell That's at fine. least once. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> you wouldn't be the first person that has called and asked for Russell. Yeah, no, or, yeah. Ever since more you, often than you think. I bet it does, especially when you're named Greg Rich, for example. You yeah. get rich all the time. Yeah. At least I'm not going to refer to you as, like, Tim Apple or something like that. Uh, I might call you Patrick Herter. That's fine, too. I'll answer to just about... I, I, I know you're talking to me. I'll answer to just about anything. <laughs> Excellent. All right, booze this evening is provided by our good friend from Mercy Benedict's, both Benedict's, which would be Benedicti, perhaps? Benedict Cumberbatch? Mm-hmm. Metafeminist Lumberjack. <laughs> and Mill Valley Kitchen, that's Mr. Dan Newkirk sitting to my left. Dan, how have you been? Uh, I'm a little hungover today. <laughs> I want to call it out. Yeah. We're recording on your very birthday, yes. the day that birthday. the the Earth welcomed you. Yeah, thanks, and, Ma. <laughs> right, and you celebrated yesterday in preparation. We celebrated yesterday. We did. Yeah. A little behind the scenes, I actually went over to Newkirk's house, and you smoked and grilled some insanely good meat. All the meat. It was absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. So, welcome back to Drink in the Style. Tell me. What is our... Well, actually, you know what? Actually, I have a question for you. Yeah. Before we start talking about the anesthetic of choice, uh-huh. you do not like the term mixologist. No, I That's don't. That's been established. Yeah. You're not a huge... You, you're living with the master of spirits. I put shit in a glass, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? Are you ready? A mutual friend of ours came up with this term, and oh, I kind of like it. Jesus. You know, All right. What is it? Coctologist. No. Yep. <laughs> there we go. There we go. No. The that, PR guy just sums just, up my just life. Started blinking you know, out of synchronicity. Well, if you just think about what happened if you Googled that. If you Googled that, were until know, I'm the number one search well, for no, that you Google search. I wouldn't want to look at the first ten pages of Google results if you Google. But it's all about rising to the top as a coctologist. No. no oh, the worms have been opened and the can is free. <laughs> and Patrick just had to leave the studio. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take it under advisement. We'll go back to our PR representative and decide how damaging this could be yeah. for our image. But before we do that, let's talk about what we're drinking today. You are going simple. Yeah, I need new cards made, by the way. Um, so basically, we're doing uh, so Clas Azul. Uh, it's a nice little hacienda in Jalisco. And normally we do cocktails. But the cool thing about this bottle, it, it's sexy shaped. It's kind of like a bowling pin. Yeah. And when they were working on the hacienda, and it was time for, for breakfast or for lunch. Uh, a simple, you, you knock the top, there's a mm-hmm. bell put on the top of the bottle. And that, that alerted everybody that it was time to eat. Mm. And there's nothing like eating in agave. Multiple, multiple uses for this bell. And I can imagine that there is. Yeah. So, so Reposado uh, is minimum three months, uh, maximum one, one year. Uh, th- this bad boy is 11 and a half months. Oh, wow. And it's just straight sex appeal. It is uh, absolutely fantastic. And it's, one it's, more time, it's, the brand some, here. It's could... something a cocktailist would drink. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do we have to beep that? 
cocktail can be said. If you're referring to it as a cocktail, because again, the rule is if you're saying the body part or referring to it in that sense, body part, to I'm it, yes. talking about my position as a job. Exactly. It's his Ew. career. Oh, there you go. Then you're fine. <laughs> FCC, take that. Excellent. <laughs> it's like when we had Holly and Kelly on, and, and they were so taken by Cock and Bowl uh, brand ginger beer yeah. that they kept running with. Mm-hmm. All right, so it can work. We may have the answer. You just cannot yep. use it as an insult because then we have to bleep it. How, how is that an insult? I, I feel well, what if you tell someone they're a poor cockologist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, Brett it looks might confused. be in the literal sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll just let the government let us know after this, uh, this air is on the— forgiveness uh, later. Yeah. This yeah. is also a very smooth, uh, smooth drink it's for, good, right? for everybody out there listening. Uh, it is quite good. Well done, PR friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice job of, of moving us off. All right. No, this is this is absolutely insanely smooth. It's got great smokiness. Cool bottle, and you can bring people to dinner. Yeah. Um, but there is no mixing, so we don't even need our mixing music, and Dan has already poured the drink for us. Oh, no. I know. So we'll go directly to <laughs> our next our next segment, which is – or not segment, but our next question, which is my semi-random question. Go for it. Now, Patrick, you are in public relations. Yep. I looked at your background. You've yep. done a lot of writing. You've got uh, mm-hmm. a written word. The question is simply this. The Oxford comma. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in favor of it? Are you against it? And do you prefer Oxford comma or series comma? Great questions, all of them. So the biggest writing influence that I had, the person that always taught me that, that taught me the most about writing is my father. He is very much from the, like, Hemingway school of writing, very short, declarative, active voice sentences that, you you know, it's not a lot of punctuation, just, you know, man, walk down road, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So fish. that's where that's, Big fish. I, I, spe- I speak fish. in bullet points, yeah. and I make a great Hemingway daiquiri, yep. so you're speaking yeah. my language right now. Um, so... That's who I learned to write from, and he is. Uh, he would call it the Oxford comma, and he d- did not use one. Uh, he, he superfluous, you know, just go write with and. So that's how I uh, started writing. And then when you get into my, I started my career as a newspaper reporter way back when, and when you learn the Associated Press style there, that's there is no there is no Oxford comma either. So that's where I got my my basis from. But uh, I will say now, it is becoming much more um, common. A lot of our clients use it and prefer it. The, some folks at, at Russell Herder do. So I wish I had a hard and fast rule. I guess it depends. Is, <laughs> is this something that I'm doing for a client who's paying for it, who wants it in there? Because I've gone back and forth. Do you charge extra? Right. Right. Well, well, yeah, we could right, use right, the Oxford right. comma, but it's going to cost you $500. Well, I've gone, back, <laughs> I've gone back and forth with people where I've written a draft of something and I didn't have it, and then they added it, and then they sent it back to me, and I took it out, and then they sent it. You know, we've gone back mm-hmm. and forth like that, where then it became this, you know, tug of war. So the answer to your questions is I do not use it. I call it the Oxford comma, but I have – if some folks – I'm not one of those people where if you do use it, I think you're on par with, you know, mm-hmm. a serial killer. I think it's – <laughs> I, I, I think it is truly becoming an issue – uh, of taste and preference. I'd rather have somebody be on par as a, a serial killer as opposed to the longest run-on sentences yeah, in the true. planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably should have defined the Oxford comma. That is essentially oh, yeah. when you have a string of, of Good, three things Good most point. often. Good point. Traditionally, you would have like, uh, we'll say, oranges, apples, and grapes. Right. You would have a comma between oranges and apples, and then you would have and grapes, no comma. Right. Which makes no sense because it, you question whether the uh, the and grapes is part of a package. Lions mm-hmm. and tigers and bears. Exactly. Oh my. 
Exactly. Although there you have the ands. Well, so I don't know if you need a comma, series, Oxford, or author. That, that, that's what I was competing against. It's fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I personally think it's a great idea. I am a huge fan of the Oxford yeah. comma. But then again, you talked about uh, Hemingway. I used to like Fitzgerald. So I can't get enough commas and extra words right, 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 in my right. reading. And, you know, sometimes it's when you read a big piece of prose like that that uses all the different ex- or punctuation marks where there's a semicolon and an ellipse and a dash, an M dash in there. It's very it's, – I, I think it's great. It's like a, uh, I don't know, like a little mini painting you see. I agree. All right. We got to take a quick okay. break. We'll be back in just a moment with Patrick Thornton. All the dreams. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. As we're enjoying some seriously good tequila, you are listening to Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, and this week, yeah. advertising and right. public relations. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, it all comes together. It all ties it. Beautifully. we got to tie in on that. We're going to introduce that in segment three. There's a curtain that gets pulled back. But until then, we're just going to go with generalities. Patrick Thornton from Russell Herder. Mm-hmm. Did, is it, it Technically, what is the full name? Russell Herder Digital yep. Advertising and Marketing? Uh, just don't. No, just Russell Herder. So the two uh, of the founders of the it's well it's interesting I can tell you the background of it um, the folks who founded it 35 years ago in Brainerd Carol Russell and Brian Herder they're probably one of the few 
still independently owned uh, marketing and advertising agencies in the Twin Cities. It's mm-hmm. which you know a lot of them are getting bought up by uh, coastal firms, or there's been some mergers of late. So they're in, maintain their independence, and, and two of the three founding owners, which is pretty cool. Um, so Russell Herto, Carol Russell, Brian Herto. That's, Interesting. That's, that's, yeah, you spell it out as just one word. There's no hyphen. There's oh, no, no we, dot. We, we have a new logo now, where there's a uh, like sort of a slash. Is between. there a right, slash? Yeah, we rebranded. We have a new uh, a new website and a new <coughs> logo. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I got new business cards. The whole the whole thing. But yes, yeah. The, the, Speaking the, of new business cards, I might have to get the new business cards. Dan's already director of Cocktailology. Title. Yeah, right? You're so welcome. Greg, you did this. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm just glad we could get on the same page after the whole ugly mixology question. Turn the page, man. Just turn the page. Mm-hmm. Agreed completely. All right. So Russell slash Herder, right. which I think is great, and it should dramatically reduce the number of times that you're called Mr. Herder or go. Russell Herder, yeah. which is outstanding. Yeah. What else uh, do you guys do? You guys sure. do? Sure. So we are... Uh, full service. We do advertising campaigns. We do social media. We do uh, public relations, media relations, which is some of the stuff I do. Um, but we'll write a website for you. We'll design a website for you. We will host and maintain a website for you. We will design your logos, your ads, your billboards. If you want to put one on the, we're talking about on the side of a bus um, earlier, <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to do. The, uh, Can I get a discount right. if I buy all of Chris Lindahl's old no, stuff and just no. superimpose right. my face? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> with a marker. Yeah. Um, and then we also will do uh, focus group strategy stuff. So let's say you say, I want to, you know, I want to change my business name to Coctologist. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if that's a good thing to do. You would hire us and we would go and do some market research for you. And we would say... We'll survey, I don't know, 100 people and or how many, mm-hmm. and ask them if they think that they would like to part with their hard-earned <laughs> money uh, at a bar run by somebody, and then maybe the results would come back, and he would say, hey, yeah, okay. They, they, so it looks like they would. <laughs> saying there's a chance <laughs> that it might actually work I, I, after some research After to be some done. research, after some strategy. I will never speak for... You know the guy off the street, or the or the woman off the street. So no, I don't. It, there, there's definitely a chance. But it could so, go. and it also depends. I'm sure, of course, <laughs> on what your target demographic is. Soup to nuts. You yep. know. You and, may... and, and for the record, I, I have full proxy to make that happen on my business card, and I'm not kidding. So it's coming. <laughs> so it's 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 done and done at this point. All right. That's so, so you're full service across the whole thing, but Everything. your specific area, yep. of course, is public relations. Uh, that's right. Yep. Okay. So let's start on a on a PR from a PR perspective. First, what would you say are the cornerstones of a good PR campaign? That's a good question. Uh, first, you know, who are you trying to reach? Um, you are a business and you're selling a service, or you are an organization and you're trying to not enough people know about you. You're trying to increase awareness. So I think a mistake, one thing I could say, a mistake that people make is they hire us and they don't really know what they're after or what their goal is or what would be a successful thing. So it's just sort of like a buckshot, scattershot. They just throw it, they try a little bit of everything in every direction and it's that's hard to measure who sees that. It's hard to measure if it has any of the impact that you want. So the first thing is who are your fans? Who are your consumers? Who are your who are the people that you're trying to target? Uh, once you have that, what are the best ways to reach them? Um, if you're trying to reach, you know, people, uh, 75 year old uh, women, you know, with 
a lot of extra income who are, you know, you, that's there's one very specific way to reach. Um, we call them sugar mamas. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, Twitter advertising is not the best way to go after that after that group or uh, uh, social media work. But if you are trying to connect with, um, you know, a younger crowd too, so, you know, spe- figure out who you are, who you're trying to reach and then figure out where they go to, to find information or to be influenced by things. And it's, figure out your target market. Yeah, figure out your target market and then w- what's the best way to reach them. And then, you know, three, what are you trying to tell them? Um, what is the one thing, if you hear a radio commercial, you know, they repeat the phone number a hundred times. Think of like Shane Coe. You know, mm-hmm. the guy who advertises about how he's off 394 in Louisiana or uh, Radio Drive in Woodbury. Like, that's what you, you just— As re- you just reiterated yeah, what yeah. he was trying to get you to reiterate. Right. I re- yeah. You remember only a few things from that because they, they only want you to— so, so let me ask you a question. And this is, this is one of the big things. There's a lot of—I a lot of, uh, have a lot of influencer friends on social media. Yeah, sure. And DJs sure. and people that self-promote. Sure. Are there, are there really actual algorithms uh, on the best times of day yeah. to mm-hmm. post? Yeah, because like I, I don't get that sort of thing. That's that's not my. That's not what I do. That's a great question. But yeah. I, but I have people that that uh, you know advise me saying that this is how you do it. This time of day, this day of the week, uh, is that actually a thing? We can uh, yeah. I mean, we can tell you with uh, not one hundred percent certainty, but I can tell you that that there are better times of the day to post. There are better times of the day to send out an email marketing message that will get you better open rates and better read rates. Um, you know. You never want to send something out on a Friday afternoon in the summer in Minnesota because <laughs> people are, you know, ducking out at of the work. boat or at the cabin. Or, yeah, yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, or stuck in traffic. <laughs> or stuck in traffic. <laughs> or they've, you know, gone out for a two-and-a-half-hour lunch and they're not – yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely. There are there are algorithms. I mean, it's not perfect, but you can pinpoint when uh, – so, so it's really a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, mathematically, and the, the data is there. You're analyzing, you've identified who your target group is, yep. and you know when these people's eyes are on their screens or yeah. whatever. And they, you know, Facebook is a great example. I mean, they're in the news all the time for just that, mm-hmm. you know, just that stuff. What do they, what do they know about us and what do they? Right. Everything. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, yeah, uh, there are, there are hard and fast rules about best, best times of the day and best days of the week to definitely try to connect with people. But, so what about this question? So now there's, we're talking a lot about social media. Now, yeah. there is a hard and fast line for the most part between advertising and public relations. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. But when you get into social media, you start to blur that line, don't you? You totally do. I mean, he had mentioned some of his, um, some of his influencer friends. I mean, they're doing both, really. Mm-hmm. You know, they're storytelling. They're trying to connect um, with... People, they're trying to get their name and, and you know, face and, and brand out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it advertising? Is it, is it you know, free content? It can be both. And now when you can pay, you know, like a sponsored post on mm-hmm. Twitter or Instagram, I mean, you, you can expand your mm-hmm. the eyeballs that will see you. So, yeah, no, it's, it used to be very much like public relations was free. You know, it was earned. It mm-hmm. was something you did through... Like you know, getting a news story in the, in the, in, on TV and advertising was something you paid for, but very much that those lines are are blurring more every day. There used to be a line. What was it? Something along the lines of uh, news reporting is writing things that they don't want you to see. Everything else is public relations. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. I've heard that line. I love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to down some more tequila, which means segment three is going to be great. Uh, stick with <laughs> us. We'll be back in just a moment. There we find a long lost friend the wilderness. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. 
You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture. A single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Drinking the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's available anytime as a stream or a podcast. You can visit am950radio.com or the rarely but often batch-updated drinkinthestyle.com to catch previous episodes. We're speaking with Patrick Thornton from Russell Herder Advertising. Patrick, okay. We're talking about PR, yep. and here's the big question in the 21st century on my mind for a PR executive. Okay. <laughs> All right. How important are personal connections in the industry? Do you need um, to have a drinking relationship with reporters all over town? Is that still the case? La, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> That's a good answer. I mean. Are you hiring? So my boss started out when she would have a press release. She would uh, print it out. Get in her car and drive it over to the newspaper or the TV station and knock on the door and go up and, and hand it off and sit and talk to the people. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's how you made connection. Now, the first contact is an email or a tweet or a uh, rare, you know, it's, I still like to, to pick up the phone every once in a while. But I think I'm getting to be more and more in the minority of that. Some of the younger folks, mm -hmm. if I ask them to call somebody, they, they look at you and be like, why, why, why would I ever have to do that? But so, I mean, the technology allows you to reach more people and, and quicker, but yeah, there is nothing to will ever replace the face-to-face -face hanging out, um, looking across the table, having a drink or a cup of coffee or a meal with somebody. I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, something that I definitely try to make as much time for as I can. So for at least one more generation, yeah, it yeah. matters sitting down and having a cocktail. Yep, I think so. It, I, maybe one more generation, yeah. I think they call that hand-to-hand -hand combat. 
Oh yeah, I actually like that. Relationship building. You know, right. it's a sale. I mean, I it's a sale. What I'm doing is a um, there's a sales component to it too, and it's mm-hmm. much easier to. Well, you're, you're, everybody, everybody's always selling. Yep, and it's much easier, I think, yeah. to be able to look somebody in the eye uh, to sell it to them than write a perfect email that they may uh, read the first two lines of. And, and if they don't like it, cry me a river, build a bridge, and get over it. Mm-hmm. Eighty six feelings. <laughs> and you know when you meet Fair enough. when you meet with somebody too, it may not pay off. Right then, it may be mm-hmm. a month later, it may be mm-hmm. two weeks later, or uh, two months later, where they finally say, hey, you know, I've been meaning to call you up about this. Well, one of the things thing. that's great about your job is that you are, if you're doing your job properly, as I understand it, and I actually had a brief stint when I first moved to Minneapolis in public relations. I actually worked for the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra oh, cool. doing public relations, um, where I learned to spell Dvorak was my big takeaway from those oh, six Oh, months. yeah. Um, but... There's also a symbiotic relationship between a good PR person and a good news media outlet. That is to say, you're partially doing their job for them. You're bringing them something to talk about and explore. Yeah, right? or at least making yeah making them aware. Um, I know that a reporter that I you know I need them a lot more than than they need me. I kind of understand that, but mm-hmm. yeah, there is some there is some give and take to it. Where sometimes um, they may have a. Uh, some space to fill in a, in a magazine, mm-hmm. or they may need somebody uh, that can be available for an interview that afternoon. And and I, when I can help, I, mm-hmm. I definitely try to do that. Yeah. And if you've got that kind of a relationship with an outlet, where that's got to be fabulous. Where they think where they think to call me first. That's what I'm. Yep. That's what I'm hoping to do. Yeah. Just make a make a connection. Yeah. Which we have a call out to Connections Radio Program uh, <laughs> on AM nine fifty. Um, fair enough. All right. So we talked about you know we you're in public relations. This yep. is drinking the style. This yep. is not necessarily on the surface a a a mesh, but there was a secret behind this. Yes. We are not just going willy nilly into a new area of discussion. Yes. The link between Russell Herder. And the design world is this. You do PR for the ASID, the American Society of Interior Designers, correct? Yeah. We've uh, uh, we've worked with the Minnesota chapter for about four years. And before that, we worked with the national chapter. Um, oh, I didn't so, realize that. Yeah. And they're uh, – I mean, they are – as a client, they're one of my favorites. They are – first of all, you're dealing with a bunch of creative, fun, interesting, artistic, and energetic people that have um, – Great ideas about what something should look like or mm-hmm. uh, how it should read. You know, they're 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 an engaged client, which to me is is a lot more fun and rewarding to work with than someone where you only just hear yes or no. You know? I'm, I'm actually indifferent about the ASID because aren't they giving you an award? <laughs> I mean, have they really <laughs> thought this through? I, can't, I, can't I don't know if they are, actually. I was, right, I was, I was nominated, and I'd like to say it's an honor no, just to be nominated. So ASID like nominated you. Is that really the smartest thing they could do? <laughs> See the voice guy there? <laughs> what? We're running through. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's true. I, so ASID, it's, 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 it, you're absolutely right. We'll, we'll make a formal announcement if they happen to bestow any kind of laurel on me. You just said bestow. I, I mean, really? I did say bestow, and I used laurel uh, as well. I like laurel. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. What's Thank the, you, you don't know. You might uh, be Gosh darn wordsmiths. I don't know. I got to figure out who I can <laughs> And your semicolons and your <laughs> Oxford commas. <laughs> what kind of world are we living in? A world that cost me a hell of a lot of money for a college education and grad school, and now I'm selling furniture. <laughs> what is so, – so, yeah, so ASID, but we do love ASID, yeah, and, and yeah. they do, they do great you. work. They must actually – so you, you talk about their engagement. 
on a on a on a spectrum on a on a whole uh, uh, well on a spectrum, they probably are one of the most visually engaged groups that you're working with, oh, right? Without a doubt, without a doubt, yeah. Color, hue. Where it's, uh, I, I don't understand hair. what that means. Explain that. That I don't hear from a whole lot of other clients. We do, you well, know. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, is this so, so you know, designers are about making beautiful spaces. Yeah. I mean, that's first and foremost. There's right. other things they, that they do. So I can only imagine that whereas a regular business might take issue with your inappropriate use of an Oxford comma. Right. They might be worried about whether there's a serif associated with that comma. But they're probably looking at the visuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, we do posters for them. We do ads for them. We do logos for them. And we do all kinds of uh, creative designed pieces. So mm-hmm. it's a visual is is a lot. We, we do other work for them too. Um, but yeah, one of the, excuse me, <coughs> one of the things we've started to do lately is uh, we got a, um, on Fox 9 Morning News, I know you're a big viewer of the buzz. You can't pry your <laughs> eyes away from it. But we've started to get uh, a regular segment there where two uh, ASID designers will go on and talk about a project they've done. Mm-hmm. And if that's been a fun uh, uh, thing to work with. Television is very obviously visual mm-hmm. uh, medium, and they get to talk about the work they did, sort of show the before, during, and after. Talk about you know what they were the you know, what they were going for, what are the design elements that they were trying to include, mm-hmm. and it's just a great opportunity to showcase some of the really talented designers um, on television. It's it's been a, a really cool thing, and they uh, some clients I get nervous about when they go on TV. Because you can prepare, 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 and then when the red light goes on, they you can't polish yep, a turd. Right, right, right. They freeze and start to flop sweat, and mm-hmm. uh, but they do they do great, and and minimal. Uh, it's just winging it sometimes. Well, not always, but you feel like they can just they get right out of the car and they're and they're great. Well, we're fo- we're you're focusing it on on particular areas. So the the yeah the, we've the done buzz like sort of themes. Show. Yeah, we've done sort of like okay, and we did one in the summer that was about designing an outdoor space. So they mm-hmm. talked about. Um, decks or patios or gazebos or uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. We did a, one in September about back to school. So it was about, you know, a study mm-hmm. or a uh, place, a storage kind of place for kids, like um, a mudroom or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there, there's a theme to it. But, yeah. but again, like we talked about uh, before <laughs> off the air, uh, Facebook, like there's algorithms, there's, there's timing. Uh, there's actually a science behind what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Not, not, not just anybody could do it. Um, there's there's data that supports what you do. I think you can, yeah, d- yes. I think you can get better at it through practice, like anything, through mm-hmm. repetition and training and just trying. But yeah, no, there is there is a. It's not, it's not just by accident. You, you just can't walk into that sort of thing. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, right you know, creating value with what you do is, is the most important thing. All right, and, uh, that's the the you've distilled it down perfectly to the nutshell. Yes, I like that you use the word distilled. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great play on words. Yeah, You're speaking you. my language, sir. Thank you. <laughs> the ASID, but the ASID thing though is is I I. I, I Totally following what you're saying. And putting them on, on the, the TV program yeah. is a stressful experience, but they're talking about something that they necessarily that they did. You know, it's their are work. passionate about. Yeah. But there's also got to be a theme. And when you're working with ASID, there has to be some kind of a cohesive story that you want to tell associated with the organization, right? Right. So what is, how would you determine yeah. what that, 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 that cohesive story is? So we're, there's two messages that ASID has that, that I try to keep at the top of my mind. One, they are want to recruit, attract, recruit new members, new new people to sign up to so to show the value of an ASID membership to designers who may not 
may or may not be. You mm -hmm. know, you can. Why would you want to join the organization and to present those benefits? Um, both the sort of the intangible, the hard benefits, and, the, and the, there's some soft benefits that come with it too. Mm -hmm. The second message is why, if I was going to hire a designer, why would I want to hire a, one who is a member of ASID Minnesota? You know, what's the benefit for me, the homeowner, or me, the business owner? Mm -hmm. uh, what do I get with hiring a designer who has that stamp, you know, that impromptu or on the as part of their name? So th th those are the two sort of um, – they're not competing. They're parallel in a lot of ways, too, um, um, messages that we're trying to get across. And we do that through a whole – um, a whole bunch of different ways. But, you know, one of them is they do a great job of professional development for their members. They have a lot of fun mm -hmm. events that they do that bring mm -hmm. people together where you get, you know, a bunch of designers in a room talking. Um, there's ideas, there's exchange of ideas and information. There's networking for them to find, you know, maybe they're looking for to try to hire someone or they're looking to find a business lead or they're looking to find a referral. So they do, we do a lot for their event stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they have a lot of sort of outward uh, facing public events too that were, Mm -hmm. um, always trying to promote and get uh, people to come to to once you know once you get them in the door to see the value mm -hmm. uh, for the somebody that would come in off the street you know mm -hmm. what what do they get by um, coming to an ASID event or or, or working with ASID designers? So let me ask you a question. So Please. what what is uh, so currently we talk about Chris Lindahl and, and all the marketing strategies. Yeah. Right now, current. What is your favorite marketing strategy that's that's in our lives daily? Uh, I think Facebook Live is uh, just the the social media live stuff. It's it's cheap to do. Doesn't cost you anything. You I, like, can, I like I like your style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. With some practice, you can get better at it. Mm -hmm. um, with some strategy, you can get in front of the right people. Where By strategy, you mean you're for hire. Right. Well, yeah, always. Right. <laughs> but, but you know, you can target. That's great. That's you great. can target the people that you want to do, and you don't need to spend what you would spend on like a pro professionally produced. Television commercial, right. you know, which mm -hmm. Lindahl does, obviously does those too. But mm -hmm. and we've um, already said his name twice. Yeah, right. So. And we're giving him. Right. Yeah, seriously, I'm sending him a bill. But with, um. with uh, you know, with a cell phone and some lighting and a little bit of practice, you can have that genuine. You know, you, you can tell your own story um, in, a, in a genuine, authentic, and so, so professional that's, that's, way. That's your favorite right now. I think so. It's yeah, like the the self exposed story. Um. That's, I, you know, I don't think you need to cry, if that's what you mean by self hey, yeah, but if I'm going to cry, yeah. I'm going to cry. All right. I tune in for that. Yeah. Say. <laughs> Ever any concern about possible backlash from a Facebook or social media well, uh, yeah. type of a, a I, Yeah, yeah, because you don't get to control the comments, right? I mean, right. yeah, there, there is. That's a that's sad face. And there's also yeah. the truth that, you know, that uh, nobody feels good about using Facebook these days. Well, oh, yeah, that's a whole, yes, that's a whole nother time. Let's explore that for a second or two, but, uh, and uh, we should take a look on our Facebook stream and see if we got any angry explore faces. Explore this. I, I, I social media when I'm sitting on my squatty potty thing very much. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, this has been drinking the style and we need to drink more. <laughs> In memory one day. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? 
Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Pigeon is another man's dove, one man's push is another man's shove, one man's rock is another man's sand, one man's fist is another man's hand, one man's tool is another man's toy, one man's grief is another man's joy, one man's squawk is another man's sing, one man's crutch is another man's wing. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. We've been listening to uh, Mick Harvey's One Man's Treasure is Another Man's Trash album. Hank Williams said it best. That was the most recent album or uh, track that we were just playing, and I love that song. Me too. Right? It's really top-notch. I've never heard that song before my entire life, but I, I've been saying that my entire life. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's absolute truth. Yeah. It gets to one point. The most true of it all is one man's dollar is another man's dime. Mm. From a retailer perspective, that's one of the things that you need to have your staff understand is that you can't superimpose your own value perspective on someone else because everything is relative. If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. No. The idea that somebody that comes into one of your restaurants and run, rings up a $200 tab is just as important as somebody who comes into your restaurant and rings up a $1,000 tab, right? You want them Everybody both. Everybody is VIP. Yeah. Always. Yep. You want them both to feel like they were treated yeah. like the most important person in the place, and then hopefully they'll come back and tell their well, friends. Well, people were like, oh, yeah, I know this person's coming in. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Everybody get treated like VIP. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. As they should. Because you know what? How much uh, you're spending doesn't matter. Scenario. Salud. We are all going to raise our glass. Brett, you in there in the radio? Mm. All right. Everybody's special. Everybody is special. Everybody is special. Well, yeah. Eh. Stop. Yeah, all right. Okay, we've been speaking with Patrick Thornton from Russell Herder yes. Advertising Firm in uh, Minneapolis. Yes. Um, by the way, where are your offices located? Yeah, uh, we're, that, uh, we're in the International Market Square. You are in IMS, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh. Right up there on the third floor. I'll, I'll be seeing you soon for the Iron Four competition yes. on October 24th. It's exciting. I'm yeah. doing some gnarly shit. Oh, well, look forward to hearing more bleep. about that. Yeah. No, uh, they're, the place is, it's, they've been under construction for... The better part of the remodel is amazing. Yeah, the place looks starting to, awesome. Starting to come together. 
Um, you can park there again. Cut trust. Stop by, and, <laughs> stop by yeah. and see us. Or they uh, did a terrible job on the drainage in the parking lot, though. Yeah, now, yeah. now they have a water feature. They did. <laughs> well, they, they also cut twelfth off, so getting there is a bit I tricky know. without GPS. True. You're, you're fuck. True. But it is a gorgeous building. I yep. just love the building, 100%. and they've resurrected that that space just yeah. really, really well. So you're at I, IMS, Patrick. Yep. How yep. else do people learn more about Russell Herter? Sure, uh, Russell R U S S E L L. Herder, H-E-R-D-E-R.com is our website. We're on all of, well, not all of the social media channels. We're on just about all the social media channels. We're not on Snapchat. Are you Russell with two L's? Two E's, two L's. No kidding. Two E's? There are two S's. No, not two E's. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. Two S's, two L's. The yep. tequila is uh, doing yeah. its work. <laughs> so once again, Russell Herder, R-U-S-S-E-L-L. Yes, that's H-E-R-D-E-R. Dot com. Not two E's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm sure someone's going to Google that. And right. Let's hope that it's not. Right. <laughs> you don't want to see. I'm going to try not to screw up the uh, semicolon or the <laughs> apostrophe or Oxford yeah. comma. You know, I should also ask, by the way, you do, you, ASID is one of your clients. Yep. Do you guys focus in any particular industry? Uh, well, we do and we don't. I mean, we'll... Talk to anybody um, mm-hmm. who would be interested in our services, but yeah, we have some focus areas. Uh, design is one. Construction. Um, we do some med uh, medical, dev- uh, you know, medical associations. We do some uh, some ag stuff too. Entrepreneurial small business is kind of our um, is kind of our bread and butter. We do, but you know, we'll. If you want to hire us, we could. We'd definitely love to talk to you. Yeah. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, you guys do great work. Thank I mean, you. You've done I wonderful stuff it. with the ASID and uh, it. what have you. What uh, What about you, Coctologist Newkirk? <laughs> what do you want to plug? I mean, so we have uh, all the properties: Mavella Kitchen, Mercy, uh, Benedict's, Benedict's. Uh, one of the fun things we're doing coming up soon is the Iron Four competition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's only four of us, so unfortunately, the uh, Four restaurants. There's only four. There's only people competing on the booze side of it. Okay. Uh, it's it's more it's more food focused, but they they do the food thing for fun. I'm gonna get weird. So either I'm gonna win, or I'm gonna be jolly. Be jolly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is so Iron Fork is being held at IMS. This is a competition for what local restaurants best meals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean everything's competition. Huh, that's very true. It's just uh, I plan on winning. So. As well, you should. And when is this being Super held? humble, October 24th. October 24th. That's like next week, practically. Yeah, pre-sale tickets are five bucks cheaper. Otherwise, just come and support. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be there. You can meet your favorite drink in the style radio personalities. It's going to be fun. With his psychic coctologist. <laughs> May I introduce you to my coctologist? Uh, Let's put this thing back on on the rails. Before we forget, there was another aspect of Russell Herter that I had meant to talk about and I hadn't brought up yet, so I apologize for that. But, I mean, it's a fascinating something. You are designated a certified B corporation. Mm Mm-hmm. What does that, that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? It's a, uh, I'll tell you, and we'll see how good I do at this. Um, so we're a for-profit business. We are not a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We like money. Mm-hmm. Give us money. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one of the things that we do that is cool is the idea that you can be a business and work for profit, and but you can also be a business that works to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it sounds... But it's not. I, I guarantee you can do it. We do it in, in large and, and small ways. Some of it is 
we do work for corp or for clients that you know we would contribute some B Corp money or time usually where they wouldn't be able to afford our services. They're a smaller nonprofit or they're part of kind of they share some of the similar uh, values that the business does where we we would help those people out. But then also uh, the owners, you know, they give every employee gets time off to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Every employee is encouraged to use their talent outside of the walls to help. You know, you can go, uh, whether it be with, for your your kid's school or some uh, neighborhood organization where you're, you're encouraged to, to help uh, to help out. And to also sort of, you know, it's, it does sound corny, but part of it is to, um, to make the world a little bit better place. And to do that, though, it's not just saying that. We also, you know, every year we have to um, submit to, like, we get audited to make sure that we're actually living up to some of these things in different categories, like... What's your environmental impact? So you're not the Susan, Susan B. Coleman Foundation where you only give 10%. Right, 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 right. Yep, you have to show yeah. your, your... Shout out to fuck you. Your contributions. That's, uh, to, to an independent organization that, that sort of measures us to make sure we're, we're doing what we say. So mm-hmm. it's a cool thing. That's amazing. Because of it, too, one of the cool things is we attract... There's a certain kind of person that would want to work mm-hmm. at Russell Herder. And then there's also... We get to do a lot of work with certain kind of clients who also share those... Ideas, AS ideas is a great mm-hmm. example too. Yeah, so it it it's a good conversation starter, and it brings a lot of cool people together. I, I, it's something that definitely drew me to the to the agency when I was looking for jobs. Fair enough. And who? What's the organization that does the certification? The, it's, yeah, it's called the B Lab. Um, it's like an independent nonprofit on the East Coast. And so, why did they choose B? No <laughs> offense, but I mean, to be certified B kind yeah, of implies that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. There's, so there's 20 benefit corporations. I think are not quite in the state of Minnesota. There's like a little loose network or affiliation where we're trying to get together on a more regular basis and uh, whether you get all of them in the room together. But yeah, mm-hmm. why they chose B, I don't know. I could certainly probably find out for you. But there's S Corps and there's other kinds of mm-hmm. designations. But yeah. That's so true. But it's, B just implies maybe like certified there's a, benefit. B for benefit. Yeah, maybe that's why. Let's run with that. Or, that's going to be or, the new story. Or Queen B at the yeah. top. Well, our, our uh, CEO is, big, is a beekeeper. Apiarius. Oh, really? here we go. Here we go. She has like the hives and stuff, uh, and where's the- honestly? Really? I, so uh, the last day at the patio bar, um, we, my, one of my bartenders was freaking about bees. I was like, if you kill one of these bees, I will fire you. <laughs> the honey, honey bees. Yes, do not touch the honeybee. Our lives depend on these bees. At 100%. this point, one hundred percent. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So yeah. as an as an is it apiarist. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, okay. I know how to spell it. Apiarius. Does she do yeah. like a bee, a bear, a bee beard, a bee beard? No, <laughs> but she has a um, she has a, a place in Brainerd, and she ha- you know you'll see it with her. There's the four or five high, you know, the, yeah. they're, they almost look like drawers, like yeah. you would see mm-hmm. like uh, in, yeah. in a cabinet. Yeah, you pull out, you smoke them, you I, put them to sleep. I am I am 100 percent on yeah. board with uh, alternative sugar sources yeah. and like low glycemic index. Honey is my everything. Mm-hmm. A yeah. Big fan of honey. Yeah. And the only food. Known to man that never goes bad. Last night, la- la- last night, my sugar source for the uh, Asian slaw was honey. I tasted it actually. I could. I was going to make a comment on that because you nice. can honestly taste. But it's yeah. true. Honey never goes bad. There are jars of honey that they have found it's, it's in ferment- ancient it's, Egyptian it's sugar. tombs that can still Sh- be consumed. Sugar is a uh, it makes really. It last. Mm-hmm. That's all. She makes. Uh, I'll. I'll. Sh- she gave everybody a uh, 
well, jar, for lack of a better word of honey. If she has an extra one, I'll steal one from you. She does. She makes her own honey. I did not know that I can go. That it never went bad, though. See, two jars. always learning. Two drink jars. Always learning on drinking. Two jars. <laughs> two jars. That's great. Patrick, yeah. we're friends two now. Two two not to mention, as bees are dying off, I mean, you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to be a valuable commodity to own these mm-hmm. bees, like little flying gold nuggets. Like kill, kill the wasp, save the bee. Yeah. Kill the wasp and the mosquito. Kill it's the wasp, like, kill the mosquito. Mosquitoes are almost dead. I, I got like maybe two bites this year. <laughs> really? That's yeah. interesting. That's really interesting. The pheromones. When I first moved to Minnesota, somebody told me, you know, the joke is that the state bird is the mosquito. Correct. And then I soon, I, I soon realized that the joke is that it's, it's not a joke. The no, state bird is the accurate. freaking Yeah, but mosquito. also like tying to, that, tying to that, what's really funny is so, so the state fish is the uh, walleye, right? Do you, do you know that every walleye you eat in Minnesota is Minnesota bound? We only eat Canadian, Canadian walleye. walleye. Yeah. It, it's, it's against uh, FDA yes. to serve Minnesota caught walleye. I did not know that. Yeah. That's the, fascinating. The more you know, rainbow just kicked up. Well, there it is. My God, this has been an extraordinarily informational I like episode. I've a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it in many different ways. There it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through another episode. On behalf of Habitation, on behalf of Patrick and yeah. Dan uh, and everybody else at the American Society of Interior Designers, I would like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And I will leave you with a quote from one of my favorites, Oscar Wilde. There's only one thing in life worse than being talked about, and that is not being talked about. Oh.